0: Patty, today we interviewed Chris Stapleton. And let me tell you, this he's a, like a 30-year-old kid who dropped the value
1: bombs. He really did. He was really incredible. And I know he's so humble at the same time. He doesn't even recognize his yes. brilliance because the content that he shared is literally anybody that is looking to quit their job soon or in that headspace of should I or what am I doing wrong? Why haven't I hit success with what I've been doing on the side? You need to listen, or you require you should
0: you require to listen to this episode multiple <laughs> you de- times. You
1: deserve, deserve. To you, deserve you deserve to listen to this episode because he just gives so much context to what he personally went through and, and the ways that he was fooling himself, even though he was doing the right types of things. He wasn't applying certain elements to that and you're gonna learn so much from that He said it in a way that I haven't heard before So he was doing a lot of personal development and it was that trickery of thinking that he was moving his business Forward, but at the same time he was still in the same place having a job that he hated and everything So this is literally a shift in thinking. It's so small, but it's that shift That's gonna get you thinking in the right way. I thought this interview was absolutely outstanding
0: it was it was so much fun, and like you said, the, the the content was so high level. And Chris didn't I don't think Chris realized how much value he was dropping with yeah. uh, with everything that he was saying because he it just came effortlessly. So for you guys, this is a great great episode. If you are still in a job that you are looking to get out of, this is perfect for you.
1: It really is. So we also talk about mindset. We talked about his Instagram product and what. Um, he has done to connect with people create leads for his business he talked about the power of having a coach a mentor how he went above that and now to the point where he is working with um, a mentor that has made 20 million dollars online so exactly what he did to make that happen as well as the projects that he's working on so again if you literally you need to listen to this again and again it's that good so tim do you want to tell people how they can connect with us
0: Yes, we are at thebossfreesociety.com. We are also on Twitter, Boss Free Society. And we have the old Facebook page. Or actually, the group. We like the group. We have a Facebook page of Boss Free Society also. But we have a group, <laughs> the Boss Free Society a Dojo. That's spelled D-O-J-O. <laughs> and again, guys,
2: uh,
1: we hope you enjoy the show.
2: Your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez, couch not included.
0: Patty, we're back in the Boss Free Society studio. How you doing today, Patty?
1: I am awesome, and I'm very excited to meet your friend and yes. hear more about what's going on with you, the event you went to, and all that other good stuff.
0: So. Well, I would say a little less than a month ago, I met uh, – his name's Chris. I'll, I'll get into the whole thing. But I met Chris about a little – almost a month ago in Phoenix, Arizona. We were at an event called Invisible Empire. It's a Mark Hoberson event. And um, Chris is just a really energetic guy with, with passion and a great story. And I thought that he would be perfect for our audience to share his – kind of his foray into entrepreneurship and kind of his story and what um, – What he's all about. So without further ado, let's welcome Chris Stapleton to the Boss Free Society podcast. I appreciate you guys.
3: Thank you very much. Tim, I knew you were someone I wanted to connect with when you were sitting in the front row. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, They said the person sitting in the front row is usually the most successful. So thank you, Tim. Perfect.
0: I appreciate that. And then then it's a good point that you make is that when you were going to these events – it's no it's no sense sitting all the way in the back, especially the the one we were at. It was you know it was a small intimate event and you do want to mm-hmm. sit at the at the at the the front so you can kinda you know kinda get the vibe of the whole room and see where people are and absolutely you're more noticeable.
3: Yes, sir. <laughs> it worked. Yes. So no, I appreciate you guys.
0: So so Chris, so you are a new boss free baller right you're 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 new into the entrepreneurship world as far as not having a secure steady job correct
3: total, <laughs> total newbie total newbie for sure so i'm are, actually 29 days in from actually nice. firing my boss hey
1: yeah. now congratulations and,
3: and thank you
0: so can you explain to our our audience what what you were doing before and what you're doing now
3: Oh, wow. Well, it all started when I was 18 years old, my man. <laughs> That's like was, that, was, that was my first experience in uh, network marketing and stuff. But like literally just like two months ago, I was working a job. I was a bartender. It was the same job I've had for 10 years. Wow. Um, so I, that was kind of like the scene for me. I was working a job for 10 years. And during that entire time, that entire span, I was chugging along in entrepreneurship, making a lot of mistakes, investing in myself, hiring coaches, um, just trying to figure this whole make money online thing out. Um, It wasn't until like 2009, 2010 when I really started getting into the internet space. Um, But we can kind of go on. If you have like a specific question on like what happened during that time, because there is so much, guys, that I kind of went through and experienced and stuff like that um, during that time to finally this month saying, you know what, I've had enough. I'm going for it. And this month was like my first month. It was my biggest month financially. So right when I quit my job, I started actually making money on the Internet, which is kind of funny 'Cause I made yeah. that jump and it was a scary jump and I wasn't sure what was gonna happen and I was it was a little nervous, but I needed that nervousness. That was one thing I was missing this whole time, working part time and trying sure. to figure out the internet space, is I didn't have that that edge that push because I'm a, I needed, I'm not a kind of a self-motivated guy. I have to like, there's some, usually it's an outside circumstance that kind of pushes me to be, to like be my best. Sure. So this month I'm on track to do 9,000 in personal commissions. Um, This is the last day of the month. So, you know, if, when I make a sale today, it'll be a little higher, but um, that's kind of like, that's not even a story, but it's kind of like that's kind of where I'm at right now, guys. That's now, literally where I'm at right now. So
0: I know that uh, Mark Hoverson gave you a piece of advice when you uh, jump ship, so
3: to speak. Yeah, uh, can you totally. share that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a whole podcast recorded on this, guys. Um, it's on Mark's podcast. I don't know if you guys listened to a minute with Mark at all, but it was uh, it was a few. It was two days before I was going to quit my job. And Mark sent me a personal audio message. And for those who don't know Mark, he's made $20 million um, online in the past five years. He's not only one of my, like, my number one mentor, but he's like a father figure. He's one of my best friends. Um, He really, like, kind of guarded me and watched me and helped me develop myself as a man and as an entrepreneur over the past, you know, six, seven years since I've known him. So he's a really great friend and a really great mentor to me. And he hit me up. said, Chris. You know, there's a lot of things shared in this little audio message that he sent me. But he, the, the number one thing he said is, Chris, nothing's going to be given to you, brother. Like, you have to go out and you have to run for this. Mm. Um, don't sit on the sidelines and think as much as you, you're going to think in this, this time. It's like it's time to get into new forms of marketing. It's time to be on Facebook ads. It's time to think of the protocol. He said, Chris, if you want to hit 10 a month, he's like, don't ever think of $10,000 a month don't do it. Think of the protocol. Think of hosting two webinars a week. Think of five to six leads a day. Think of, lead flow think of so he really helped me break down the protocol and it wasn't a very friendly like happy congratulations message <laughs> it, was like- <laughs> um, it was it was actually like a kind of a splash a bucket of cold water in my face saying chris wake up because i told him i was going to quit a few days before i did and, and it wasn't like this big launch party like hey I'm, I'm finally quitting my job because i replaced my income um like I did make a few thousand dollars the the month before um and i I realized that if I could do that, I could do it again like I'm smart enough to make a few thousand bucks online That was my like belief in my heart like Chris, you're smart enough to make a few thousand dollars online as a twenty nine year old male in America in two thousand sixteen like give me a break if it, just if you if I can't do this, hit the showers that's what I'm kind of thinking, so I kind of like burnt like What's that quote? Where it's like burn burn the boats. (laughs) Like I kind of burned the boat, and I was like, I'm out. So Mark, when I burned the boat, Mark's like, it was pretty much just like this emergency SOS call. Just like here's like here's really what's going to happen here. It's going to be rocky. It's going to be up and down. Like you got to be ready to push yourself. You got to be ready for the challenges. Um, But I think the 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 essence of that audio message, um, and I'll send it to you guys if you want. You guys can hear it. Pretty cool. It's really just nothing's going to come to you. You have to go out and get it, and you have to take care of yourself in the process. You have to make sure you're eating right. You know, don't sit in front of your computer for ten hours a day. (laughs) He's like, eat right, stretch in the morning. Um, Do make sure you're doing an hour personal development a day, but don't get lost in personal development. So it's just really this really nice clean reminder that this is it's time to get real.
1: Oh my god, I. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, my God. There's so
1: many paths that we can go here with all the content that you shared. Because first and foremost, I love the fact that you were um, playing around it for like 10 years, you said. And then finally, it was that moment where you're like, okay, I'm just going to quit, right? You you made the decision, you had the right type of coaching, the trial and error. And I love the fact that you finally made the decision. And I think that in a lot of cases, and I'm speaking to the people that is hearing that are that is hearing this, because a lot of times we have that moment where we're like, okay, I'm still in a job that I don't love. I'm still doing the same crap that I've been doing and nothing's gonna change unless I take that step forward. The fact that you made all that commission in that month right after you quit is just so telling to the fact that there's so much power in making the decision and moving forward. And I love the message that Mark sent you because I wish I would have gotten a message like that. Because so many people have this misconception that I'm going to quit my job and then everything is just going to happen for me because I'm working hard. So he put a protocol. And I love that word protocol in place for you because I think that that gave you the tracks to run on and to be very purposeful about what you were doing, how you were doing it, the people that you're around, the things that you're working on. So purposeful. So congratulations to you because you have that right formula and I. I guess to that point, what was this, all these things that you did before that you felt? uh, I mean, is this something where you were just toying around with different concepts and not being focused on one? Or did you just not commit and see things through? I'm asking this question to save people that are listening from going through that pain. What do you think you personally went through that kind of kept you where you're at?
3: Oh, good. Great question, Patty. Good question. I think for me, guys, and everyone's different, um, but I have a lot of different forms of self-sabotage that kind of leak into my life throughout different things, like so many different things. So I feel like for me, guys, there was a form of self-sabotage. I think everybody kind of has it. For me, I think there was a level inside me, like it was hardwired into my body that Chris, like you're just not cut for this. Um, maybe it's just not for you. Maybe there was just my little crappy self-esteem thing that was just keeping me at my job. And like, I think for me, Patty and Tim, I think me being at that job and being at that job for so long, it wasn't like I was hopping different jobs and like learning new things and getting around new people. It was like the same job. Yeah. Like I own that freaking bar, you know what <laughs> I mean? And I feel like the longer I was there and every day I'd walk into that bar I felt like I was walking into my past mm. and I felt like I was walking. Cause I started that job when I was 19. So like every time I walked back into that job, I felt like I was walking a little bit into my past, walking a little bit into my old thinking, a little bit into what I was as a kid. And it, it kind of like kept me stuck in this identity mm. of who I used to be. Now everybody's different. Like, I don't know what jobs you are as everyone is, is working out there, but for me, I needed to break out of that bind, I needed a break out of that space. Um, it was kind of a toxic environment for me. So anytime I kept every time I kept going back into that job, I didn't care if I re- woke up in the morning, had a super smoothie, took my dog on a walk and read two hours of think and go rich and listen to a podcast, fired it up, feeling good. I would go into that job and it would immediately put me right back at the at square zero, like right there, leveled out. And I needed a break out of that for me. And for me to jump out of that job was a really uh, just a, it was a turning point in my life to where I said, this is time. Like it's, it is time to run. It is time to make it work. And if it doesn't work, I'm kind of like back in the job market. So there was just a lot of, uh, a lot on the line, I guess, you know, I I do own a house. I don't have a family or kids or anything, but I, I do own a house. I have some stuff, you know, to take care of. Take care of myself. Take care of my life. So I don't even know, you know if that answered your que- uh, question, Patty, at it, all. No, it totally um, does. But but for me, I you know there there was there was levels of self sabotage, and I think that job was a form of self sabotage. I think it was just it was keeping me um, paying the bills. I was putting food on the table. I was making like twenty five hundred bucks a month, three thousand to four thousand on a good month. Hmm. Um, so it's like that was just automatic i could do that job with my hand tied behind my back you're comfortable yeah super super comfortable so then when i would come home part-time and work on my business during the week um and on my lunch breaks and at night like there wasn't that creative edge there wasn't that like i need to eat there wasn't that like it's time this is like it's not a hobby anymore Like for me, my business was a hobby. Yeah, there you
1: go. That's the moment (laughs) probably that you're like, okay, I'm turning this from a hobby that I'm doing just some of the time or like some here, some here without any committed focus. Isn't that amazing how the focus part of it is so essential. And then when you transition, you're like, oh, shit, I got to pay attention. I got to (laughs) focus because this is it, man. There's exactly like you said, you burn the boats to move forward. So I think that's very Mm -hmm. empowering. Um, Yeah. And so to that point, what is the hardest thing that you found so far about being an entrepreneur?
3: Oh, so far, um, definitely energy management. Um, Absolutely energy management. One thing I've learned is like, see, when I was working a job, I would have an hour and a half, two hours on my lunch break to come home and possibly make a video or send an email or write an ad or doing stuff like that. And I used that. That time was like great time. It was like I put my timer out, little timer here, hear it, <laughs> uh, and I'd, I'd be like, "Okay, I got forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Let's go." Well, now I wake up in the morning and I have all the time in the world. You know, I can have a cup of coffee. I can read a book. I'm walking the dog, <clears throat> doing a little personal development in the morning. So what I've learned is is energy management. Like literally treating this. I know it sounds weird okay, you ready for this. Ready. Treat it like a job. Exactly. Um, like I'm literally treating it at a point now where like I'm working, you know, I like to work from like 11 to 1, like high level, great time from 11 to 1, um, take a break, get back in the office from like 2 to 4. It's just like really high level and treating it like a job, like I'm clocking in to, to work for myself. And I always keep That's asking awesome. myself, would I hire me? Like mm-hmm. what would I – I always think of myself like if I was an employee right now for myself, like would I be cool with that? Um, so for me guys, like I'm the ultimate procrastinator, probably one of the laziest guys you'll ever meet in real life. So I have to really like manage my energy and manage my creativity and take care of myself. Taking care of myself has been huge. Drinking a lot of water, making sure I'm stretching. Um, I get locked up like my body gets locked up. I just went to the chiropractor for the first time. Mark actually, it was a protocol, one of Mark's protocols literally was go to the chiropractor. Like you need to get your back worked on because you're sitting at your computer all day. Like, Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it wasn't like that. It wasn't an emergency or anything. It was just that level of like awareness that your body and your mind are connected. And it's really important that you're firing on all cylinders and that you're hydrated and you're you're eating the right foods and you're taking care of yourself. And I felt like since I've been really doing that and forcing myself to go on walks and get some sun and vitamin D and Mm. take care of myself, I feel like my creativity and my imagination and my work has been more quality since then um, and I had to learn that the first week or so really just kind of evaluating my energy and I felt really tired the first week and stuff and I felt I realized I wasn't taking care of myself as, as good as I should but it's all a learning experience uh, guys, so I'm like figuring out as I go this is right now. So good though, Chris, it's
1: awesome. Yeah,
0: well, that's important, and it really being able to manage your time and manage your energy is so paramount to your success moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we always talk about on this show. We talk about finding a mentor, and we talk about surrounding yourself with positive people. Like Huge. those are so key to you know your success. And like what you were talking about when you would walk into your job it was like a switch and it was, it was the off
3: switch. that, would, that was, Yeah.
0: And, and you, that's a tough place. It was
3: scary, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like it really, it's scary to think about what my life would be like. Um, if I was there for another five, like five years, it's just, it really freaks me out. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's a powerful motivator. <clears throat> yeah. Looking, looking back and saying, well, what, what, you know, if I continue, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins event, but he has this, um, exercise that he puts people through. It's called like the rocking chair exercise. And mm-hmm. if you continue doing what you're doing right now, put in five years, go 10 years, go 20 years, and you just feel all that pain. And then mm-hmm. you, you just don't want to go back to being that person. And that that's what um, kind of like what you're talking about is is very uh, parallel to, to that. Um, have you ever read the book, The Power of Full Engagement?
3: Oh, I have, a, I've ultra read that book. Mark okay. has it at the house. Um, fat, fantastic book. And I've seen the guy speak before. Oh, cool. Um, go ahead. What do you think? Well, no, I was just going
0: to say the, yeah. some of the things that you were talking about really fit mm. in line with, um, that book. So I, if you hadn't
3: read it, I would say you should read it because yeah. you're already there, but it's all about personal power. Yeah.
0: And just, well, and Energy. also, and, and then, and like, like you said, like you're, here's what this is a good question for you. You mentioned something called great time. Can you elaborate on that for, for people that are listening?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and again, Mark's getting a lot of action this podcast. Like Mark, <laughs> Mark, Mark is like my number, like right after this phone call, um, we're going to go over to Mark's house and record content for a new project we're working on. So like, he's kind of like the guy right now in my life for business and, Entrepreneurship, blah, blah, blah. So he taught me great time. Um, and he really, you know, time isn't really time to like what from what I've realized. And like great time is a time where you really sit down and, and whatever you're doing and you meditate in the moment to where this time you're gonna create something remarkable. Um, This isn't a time where you're going to be doing multitasking. You're not going to be doing anything like that. You're not going to have your email open. You're not going to have your phone by your side. You're not going to be reading with a video in the background. This is a time where you sit down and create something that can actually impact your financial status and impact your life and impact your family and have something that can create um, that can work for you for a long time Um, and pieces like great time. Let me just break down what great time is um, in like an internet marketer's perspective. Great time would be making a video and sending it out to your email list, um, making writing an email and putting it into your autoresponder that can work for you for the next five years, mm-hmm. um, creating a really beautiful piece of content on Instagram and Facebook and creating engagement with your audience, recording this podcast right now with you guys. Um, There's levels of great time and great time really is all about Not so much money making activities, but they kind of fall into that category. Um, But it's really creating something remarkable and and setting a time on it. So like usually, great time usually doesn't last over like an hour to two hours um, throughout the day. They say Eben Pagan um, came out with a time. He I I don't even know if it's this much, but there's literally only like forty five minutes of the day where you're actually being like crystallized perfect productivity, like real actionable, real, tangible, touchable productivity. Um, so great time is that time. Um, hope that helped. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. yeah that's
1: standing yeah. So then out of curiosity, with everything that you've gotten and the guidance and the coaching, which, by the way, is pretty remarkable. I almost want to go that way. For somebody who says I'm the world's biggest procrastinator and I'm lazy or whatever that is that you said – what do you think that Mark saw in you that helped him connect with you at a greater level that you're not collaborating with them on products and all that? I mean, that's pretty outstanding.
3: Yeah. We'd have to ask Mark. Uh, hey Mark, <laughs> um, let me call him real quick. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. You know, Mark keeps me pretty humble. I think for him, Patty, I think, you know, I met him when I was 20. I met him when I was 21 years old. Okay. So here's the story. I was in, I was uh 21 years old, struggling network marketing, um, I was struggling big time. You know, I had a team of about 30, 40 people in a company called Send Out Cards. Yeah. Uh, it's like a greeting card company. It was one of my first like real experiences in building a team. And my, my sponsor is like, you got to go to this event called More Heart Than Talent in Dallas, Texas. Jeffrey Combs was hosting it, who was also one of my first mentors. And he said, this guy's great. You'll meet a bunch of leaders. So I'm like, eh, I don't really want to. But if you say it's, it's cool, then let's go. So I jumped on a plane with my good friend Jared and we went to Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Okay. Rewind two weeks. So two weeks before that, or right after I said I was going to go to the event, I'm on Google and I'm looking up more heart than talent. And I'm looking up Jeffrey Combs. Well, this video pops up with Mark Hoverson and Jeffrey Combs. And I'm like, who's this guy? Mm. Who's Mark? Who the heck's Mark Hoverson? Um, and I watched this video with Mark and Jeff. And I lost sleep that night because Mark was saying so many crazy things about automation about lifestyle about video marketing about family marketing about all these different words that I've never heard anyone use before yeah. and I was over here grinding like doing one-on-one coffee meetings with my friends like never have done one second of internet marketing before
1: right right
3: so I'm like what the heck is this guy talking about video marketing like he's like <laughs> You can make videos of your, fr- your family and like, just make videos of yourself online, and like, people will like, know, like, and trust you. This is amazing. So that was that, and I kind of forgot about it. I went to bed that night and finally went to bed after like, my mind was cranking all night. Well, two weeks later, I forgot about Mark at this point. This, it was like just a high, like, crazy night, like finding him, whatever. I forgot about Mark. I'm in the shuttle bus going to this, this event. And I look up and Mark's in the front seat of the shuttle bus.
1: There are no, no mistakes.
3: Kidding. No kidding. And he was living in North Dakota at the time. So all of a sudden I see Mark in the shuttle bus in Dallas, in Dallas, Texas. And I walk right up to him I'm like, is your name Mark Hoverson? And he kind of laughs. And he, I was like, dude, I just watched like four hours of your videos <laughs> last week. And I couldn't believe the stuff you were saying. Like all this cool stuff about marketing, internet marketing, lifestyle design, all this stuff. He's like he's – like, Cool, man. And he gave me his business card, and he's like, "Hey, I'm having a, a little party up top of the suite tonight with my team and stuff. Why don't you come and join us?" He gave me his business card. It was a steel-cut platinum like card, wow. like you could drop on a like uh, the street and it'd be like, "Ding, ding, ding, ding." It was cool. Like that was my first introduction to Mark. And right at that night, okay, so he gives me a cell phone. I text him. He texts me like an hour later, and he's like. Meet me at the bar, a beer for a quick drink. And it was just just me and Mark. And this was at when Mark was like literally just had his first million dollar year. Wow. So he was just getting into like serious momentum. And I was just getting into poverty. <laughs> 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 so I was just a kid, right? At twenty-one and he was probably about twenty-nine, thirty. Um and he's like we, we sat at that bar for four or five hours that night oh and just God. talked and connected and laughed and became really, really good friends before anything, before any kind of business came into the picture. We were friends for five years. Um, we were friends throughout the whole experience. And I watched him build an empire. I watched him go from a million dollars to twenty million. I literally watched him do it. I watched all the product launches. I watched his marketing. I read every email he sent out to his team. I watched everything. And we never worked together. We never worked together, which was really, really cool. And I would be able to call him and ask questions um, and stuff like that. So we became really good friends. And then when he moved down to Arizona, Patty, and the story's almost over, um, when he moved down to Arizona... Um, we, that's when we kind of like really locked arms and we just like started hanging out and we started really integrating into each other's lives. And I started hanging out with his kids, his family, his beautiful wife, Shannon, and now we're like best friends. And, uh, it wasn't until recently until like last year, um, when I really kind of stepped into some of his communities and shook up a little bit of the space and became his number one income earner in his company. Um, you know, you know, when you know how you want to, if you want to earn, respect and and you want to get in the eyes of your mentors listen to what they say and then actually do it and then not only that if you really want to take it a step further if they have like products they promote or if they have anything like go buy their products and go get results with their products like if they have a great book or if they have a great product, like if someone has a Facebook course, go buy their Facebook course and then go get results on Facebook. That's the fastest way to like get respect and get in the, the eyes and the circles of your mentors. So I became the number one income earner in one of his companies. Um, and then from there, it was like, Chris, like, I love what you're doing on Instagram. I love what you're doing on social media. People need to learn this strategy. Let's create a product together. And that's when Pictures to Profits was created. Um, And it's still a dream to this day. Like, I can't believe. Oh, my
1: God. I I literally want to, like, throw Like, are you guys (laughs) listening to this? This is so much gold right here. People, if you're listening to this, listen again, because that's exactly right. The way that you got his attention was just being really authentic. You were friends first. There was no ulterior motive. Like a lot of people think that, oh, I'm just going to go up to that that high producer or that guy who's a millionaire and just approach and be like, hey, how, can you help me? No, you have to warrant it. Like you have to earn their attention. And Absolutely. I love the way that you said it because I think it's so pivotal in that you earned his attention and his trust. You were friends first. I mean that right there. That last five five minute riff is like freaking gold i mean there's a book out of that to be honest with you it's so good right oh so
3: good yeah yeah and i think for me too it's like if i would have approached him and be like i I approached him with gratitude Mm. and and it was just like kind of like how my mom raised me like it wasn't a strategy it was just like hey dude i love what you're doing and it's just like thank you nice to meet you like Unbelievable! Like that was the kind of attitude that you guys should approach your mentors with. Um, approach with gratitude, appreciation, and and any mentor that can see somebody with a spark in their eye that has impact, their stuff has impacted them, and they've gotten results from is just like a, it's a cool thing. It's a special thing, and it's a great way to separate yourself from everybody else. Just trying to take, 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 and hey, can I have a minute? Or yeah. hey, can you record a video together at a live event? Like it's exactly. just you know, so.
1: It's so highest compliment you, too, right? Yeah, so
3: totally, compliment. totally. Could you explain
0: a little bit of uh, uh, the nuance behind Pictures to Profits just for our listeners to kind of whet their appetite and, and uh, if they uh, should get the, the product or not?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, brother. You know, this uh, Pictures to Profits came about when I decided to really go full full steam into Instagram. And I looked at Instagram one day and I said, you know, Instagram is a, is a platform of beauty, Um, it's a platform of art. People go there to admire beauty. They don't go there to buy stuff. Like nobody goes on Instagram to say, Oh, like I'm going to wake, I'm going to go to Instagram and see if I can buy a new watch. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it just doesn't happen. So what I really, I decided to do was really tell compelling stories of my life about my transformations. Um, I am uh, One of my past businesses, guys, is a wedding videographer. So I actually – photography is kind of like in me. Um, I really like taking pictures and taking quality pictures and videos and stuff like that. So I was like – I think Instagram is a good platform for me to kind of like really just run with it. And I think anyone listening right there right, – out there right now is like you got to find something that resonates with you. Um, if you like to write and you're a really good writer, I would recommend blogging. If you're like – if you like imagery and you like creativity and like art – Instagram is beautiful. Um, Facebook, you could do the same thing. So I decided to really go full steam ahead on Instagram and pictures to profits. The idea behind it is really digging up the hidden stories of your past that you forgot about. Um, you know, all the way from ten years ago, reading that first book that kept you up at night, or that hard conversation you had about your your husband and wife about pursuing your dreams and going for it, and all the stuff that we kind of forgot about, um, and bringing that into light with an image. And really building an audience, an organic, real-life like audience on Instagram, and weaving that in with direct response marketing. That's really the most ex- important thing here, guys, is weaving in your content, that's story form that's engaging, that's exciting. We call it entertainment information, or uh, infotainment, infotainment. Um, it's educa- it's information that's entertaining people at the same time. Um, and, and at the end of your post, you have a call to action that says, you know, if you want to, if you want to find out how I broke out of the mold of my job and three things I did to increase my productivity in the morning within my first 30 minutes, leave a comment below saying, show me the video and I'll send you a personal message with a link to that video. Um, that's kind of the essence of it. But in in like in a marketing standpoint, it's it's like a story with direct response marketing in the post to cause a wave of comments on your stuff and social proofing and getting a lot of people rallied behind the energy of your posts and stuff. And I went from like literally no money, no leads, um, no momentum, no team. I literally guys was making no money. And I started applying this process, and within a week, I was doubling my engagement. And then, within my first two or three weeks, I was generating five to six leads a day every single day on Instagram. And then I actually had my first five thousand dollar month right. um, through Instagram. I had a gentleman come through. Uh, you know, it, it, my first experience was it like a gentleman came through, complete stranger, um, opted into my list, bought my products. Um, he ended up spending like $7,000 with me within the first like 30 to 40 days of working with me. So it was just a magical moment, um, really <laughs> Good cool <in> space. experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, Instagram, it, it pictures the profits. Tim, you've went through the course. Yeah, it's, but, a, it's an that, awesome Let's summarize it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And that's exactly it, that's ex- that's. Spot on. Obviously, created it's a this. mix of copywriting. <laughs> you yeah. um, you really copywriting, guys. If there was two skills that I teach someone, it would be copywriting and leadership. Um, but you learn leadership when you learn how to write copy. Copywriting is like the highest form of mark, highest paid skill I think in the world. When you learn how to use language and words to help people respond and help people take action on something that's good for them, Um, it's uh, amazing. And Mark's a great copywriter. I've learned a lot through his stuff. But um, the course is a mixture of copywriting, direct response marketing, um, and and social media. It's just a really nice blend for the newbie that doesn't know where to start, and really just doesn't know how to craft their story in a way that's compelling that's educational and causes people to take action
1: brilliant so how, do, how does someone find more information about that product than Chris yeah
3: you can go to from pictures to profits.com
1: okay from pictures to profits.com we're gonna have that in the show notes as well so you don't miss it and I guess to that point what are you working on this year specifically that you're really excited about
3: Really really excited about uh, invisible Empire. Um, which is a platform it 's like an educational company uh, that Mark Hoverson and I are working on together that 's going to kind of like take all the guesswork out of what 's required to re- to build a sustainable internet company um, and we're talking about real life infrastructure we're talking about setting up your own website with your own hosting, with your own domain, with your own capture pages, with your own terms and policies, terms and conditions, um, with your own like customer service, with with everything that's required to build an empire when it comes to creating your own podcast, your own membership sites, uh, how to market on Facebook, um, how to really take your business seriously. Because I think right now there's a lot of products out there that will teach somebody how to market on Instagram. And they'll teach somebody how to do Facebook or how to do webinars, but they're missing the infrastructure and they're missing the kind of a whole picture. Um, so we're really excited about that. We're actually going to be recording some of the content for that today. Okay. Uh, we have cool deliverabilities. Like we send you this right when you when you get involved. Um, you, we, we send you this really cool wooden box, um, and the wooden box holds like a custom. L- luxury leather journal with a with a with a pen and two tickets to our live event and pi- the uh, a copy of pictures of profits cuz the pictures of profits course comes with a companion guide um i don't know if you guys we're on video right now you guys can kind of see this um but it comes with like a companion guide and we we'll, we put that in the box too i'm getting a little excited here guys so going <laughs> to go on a little uh, tangent but that is
1: amazing <laughs> amazing
3: yeah all right, so that's, Tim. That's the short story.
0: Here is, so it's hard to believe it's it's been it's been over a half hour. So this is the last question that we usually ask our boss-free ballers. Um, that question is: What sage advice do you have, Chris, for our boss-free society listeners? Something that they can take action on in the next 24 or 48 hours that will help them move their business forward or move a decision forward to become an entrepreneur.
3: Great question. Oh, there's so many routes I can go right now. (laughs) It's like my my head is exploding. The the biggest thing is just to create something. Um, It's really just like, because you don't want to get lost in personal development. You don't want to get lost in books. You don't want to get lost in YouTube videos. I was there for years. Like I thought I was tricking myself into believing that I was building my business when I was reading books like I really was tricking myself. It was a cheap high. It was a shadow of productivity. It kept me stuck for years. And it kept me in a place where I was like, it was the ultimate form of procrastination and self-sabotage for me, personal development, believe it or not. You know, I learned a lot and I was, I was learning, but I wasn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really growing. Um, So, uh, you know, my old self guys would tell you to get lost in person. My old self, like literally even four months ago, I would say get obsessed with direct response marketing. Um, buy every book you can from Dan Kennedy. Learn copywriting. Um, I, would, I could rattle off a few books that have great copywriting books that I really get into. But Do here's it. what I would say. Do it. You want, you want some yeah, books? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so one of my favorite books. Anything Dan Kennedy, 100%. Um, Cashvertising is a great book. Um, Hypnotic Writing by Joe Vitale. I also have another book I was reading called the all marketers tell stories by Seth Godin. Mm, really, really good. One. So get, get, get lost in response. Uh, actually, no, cancel that statement. Okay. <laughs> cancel that statement. Don't get lost. Um, get focused <clears throat> and, and cut your teeth on copywriting and direct response marketing. I think that'll be the, doesn't matter what business you're in. <clears throat> I think that skill set alone can take you to new places, but here's what I would say. Practice your practice, writing more stories. Like if you're on social media, sit down right now and write a quick one to two minute post on a story that impacted your life, a moment in time. Maybe you just listened to a podcast that provided a shift for you. Talk about that shift. Maybe you read a book uh, that helped you learn something new and really provided a massive aha insight. Study learn and teach but don't forget the teach part so go out there and write a post on facebook write a post on instagram get some engagement um go out there and 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 provide value for your audience um and that's like the number one thing i'd say to get people in action to get people in the fastest way to build self-esteem is to create something from nothing so go create something from nothing and build ride that wave and ride that momentum into your into the next day, into the next day, and into the next day.
1: Chris Stapleton, congratulations on being bus free. Congratulations on your product. Congratulations on the collaborations with Mark Hoverson and all the good stuff that you're doing. Like you're so impressive. I'm super excited for you. And Tim and I would love to have you back on in a year and see what's happened. Because yeah. your head's gonna freaking explode like ours. <laughs> this show was so good and so full of so much content. I was like, Fun. I can't even have it. It was amazing. So, um, so Chris, where can you. people
3: go to find you? Yes, absolutely. So I always like to sending people to my Facebook. Um, you can find me at friendswithchris.com. Um, just go to friendswithchris.com and I'll take you directly to my personal page. If you guys found me through this audio, through this podcast, just send me a message saying, hey, I listen to the Boss Free podcast, Boss Free Society. You guys – you loved it, blah, blah, blah. So that way I have a face to like who you are and how you found me gives you priority kind of. But love you guys. I really do appreciate you. Um, this has been really, really fun. Tim, it has been great to meet you at the live event, dude. And and really thank you for having a seat, you know, on the podcast with me and stuff. And um, Patty, you're awesome thank for some. You, Chris. Reason, I feel like we've met in a past we, life. We uh,
1: might have. We that's a high possibility because I completely <laughs> engaged with every word you were saying today, like completely <laughs> vibing on the highest level. So thank you so, so much. Cool.
3: Yeah. Thanks guys. Rock and I'm looking forward to listening to your podcast and listening to like more episodes of, of you guys. Have, so Thanks, awesome. Chris.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society Podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.